You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you very much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and take your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Ramblings with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at the 3R Show, uh, YouTube, look for 3R Show. I'm on Twitch, look for 3R Show. And for anything that I may have forgot to mention, you can go to randomrob.com and find anything and anything and everything pertaining to the show. Now, have a guest joining me from the from where I, I've come to know him from the world of Instagram because you know I, I pull people from all parts of the the internet. Um, he is one that I got familiar with his artwork because I am a professional wrestling fan. Everybody knows this that listens to the show and my sub show wrestling this trash that you all should be listening to as well whenever I put out an episode because it's not not as frequent. But anyway, apart from the course. And I've seen this young man do um, multiple things that, you know, it took me back to my days when I was here just clicking and clacking away on Photoshop and trying to learn the different tools and everything and gradients and all this other madness and photography. I got this cool camera over here that's been sitting here collecting dust that I need to get back into. But that remains to be seen. Um, He's been doing art for various WWE and freaking AEW and just whoever you have an interest in, he's probably done some artwork on this individual. But joining me from the world of Instagram, as I mentioned, one Abdul Malik. How are you, sir? Thanks for having me, man. I'm so honored to be here. Man, I am honored to have you here. You you are behind a couple of pieces here. That I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. I think maybe the first one that I saw of yours was um I'm trying to pull it up here because I want to be accurate in my speak. Um I believe it was around the time that um I believe it was Alexa Bliss and it was Sasha Banks they did the show over there in uh um where it was India Yeah. And they had the um, the long sleeved outfits and everything. And I seen some work that you did there. And I also seen some random spots to where um, I think you had Sasha Banks with the Dudley Boys or something like that with the tag titles. And I was just yeah. like, "Who is making all this stuff?" And then I go check into it, and boom, there you are. I immediately followed you on my Instagram, and I've been trying to keep up with you ever since. <laughs> Actually, that uh, Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks uh, design got me noticed by WWE office in the Middle East. That's how I got noticed uh, from their office. Word. Like you? the first design, I got noticed by them. Now, um, what was the inspiration? I mean, was it just like, the historic value of this event that made you want to create the art? Yes. The first one is match in the Middle East. Like, that's big. So I had to do something for it. Word. Now, some of your later pieces that I would come to see um, after this, it was um, later on down the line. It was more of like... Um, it was almost childhood 
through someone else's eyes and everything. Like um, one of the recent pieces yeah. I seen was um, the little girl spitting the water and everything and with Triple H on the TV and everything like that. Was there something behind you wanting to create that piece or was it just something that, you know, it came to your mind and it just, boom, on the canvas? Like, I wanted to do uh, or represent, like, uh, the Saudi fans, sorry, to the millions, like, uh, in the world, like, who doesn't know our story, like, like us, we are real uh, wrestling fans, you know, we love it, like, from 20 years ago, so I want to do, like, something to tell the story, you know. Okay, and I can understand that because, I mean, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I mean, we all can like the same things because, I mean, your view that you depict in your artwork here is no different from the same emotions and feelings I had as a child watching everyone. professional wrestling. I mean, it's, it's universal. It's for everyone, you know. So, of course. So what got you here? What had What got you to start? creating your artwork and pursuing that? I worked on uh, website forums like uh, wrestling reviews. Like I do reviews like, like you mm-hmm. for uh, like Money the Bank or SummerSlam. I do reviews for them. But I needed like designs to announce it, to promote it. So that's how I uh, learned Photoshop, and the story goes to here, like, I learned from there, now I'm here, like, uh, yeah, yeah, so it was more like, all right, I do these reviews, and I needed to learn how to make them, yeah, so that that page would look good, (laughs) And, and, and then you're like me, because if I do them, I can do them for free. <laughs> I don't have to pay anybody, you know? So, I mean, that, that's always a great skill to have, just the know-how and just the... But then I, like, like uh, I used it, like, just to be, to post the reviews. Mm-hmm. But then I, like, I went deep into uh, the Photoshop world. Mm-hmm. And I learned everything, like, to this day, like, I still... Want to learn more on uh, Photoshop? Oh well, un- unfortunately for me, we always talking about money since we started talking. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, Photoshop has gotten pretty expensive. You know, it's just um they charge every month now and all this other stuff, and it's forced me to take my creative uh, talents, if you will, to other yep. programs like Affinity Pro, and um, I think there's a app called gimpy or something like that i mean it's totally free but affinity pro you have to uh, pay for and it's not really different i'm not trying to sell you on something that you're (laughs) not uncomfortable with but it's just like it doesn't matter the tools it's just as long as you you know you put your all into it and i i don't know where i was going with that but i just (laughs) i didn't want to pay money for photoshop right now (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, when you were learning to do these things and put stuff together, what yeah. what do you think was the most difficult tool to master? I spent years like trying to learn. Like uh, the first years, I just put designs like anything just to uh, post the reviews. Mm-hmm. But then I like I watch YouTube uh, tutorials. Actually, my brother is a designer himself. Yeah. Yeah. So it run in the family. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot from him. So, like, um, out of all the things you've done, and I'm, I got your Instagram up here. I mean, it's just lots of content, lots of content. Out of all, the, all, the, <laughs> all the things you've done so far, what do you think is your favorite piece? Uh Oh. It has to be the This is Hope piece for the Sasha Banks Alexa Bliss yeah, match. 
So there was um one of them to wear, yeah, the girl wearing the outfit, looking at, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. So, that was that was one special. Even I uh, showed it to Sasha. Yeah, I got to see when, that video. When she came to Dubai, that was special. Now everything was, that was special. Now I have a question about that. So we before we started recording properly, you were saying how you were a little bit nervous to do this and everything and whatnot. Now beating Sasha Banks, I mean, what wh- what's the different level? <laughs> I mean, what's the nervousness compared to talking to me and talking to <laughs> Sasha Banks? <laughs> It was well, but but she was so kind, so down to earth. Like it was easy, to be honest. Now, um, you also were able to uh, present something to Becky Lynch as well, correct? Yes, Uh, last year in Dubai. So what was that? Now I'm gonna put you on the spot. (laughs) <laughs> Who were you more nervous to meet? <laughs> I was a fan of Sasha, like big fan. So maybe I did not have the same nerves as uh, meeting Becky. Okay, okay, all right. And then which one did you meet first? You met Sasha first, right? Yeah. All right, so by then you was already a pro. You already had practice. You was like, all right, this is cool. I know what to do now. <laughs> I have problems with the, I, I get nervous most of the time. <laughs> so I have problems with that anxiety. Mm-hmm. I still battle it to this day. Yeah. And I can understand that because I've been doing this for about four, four, four years or a little more. And every single recording, you know, I feel comfortable. But there's still yeah. nerves because like right now I just like my shirt is kind of damp right now. And I and like I'm not really nervous, but it's just how my body reacts to when I sit in this chair and I turn this microphone on. It's just like, oh, and when I post like designs, mm-hmm. I get nervous before posting it. Like everyone is going to see it. What are their thoughts? Yeah. Like, are they going to hate me or something? Yeah. And, and that's just, you know, that's kind of one of the the yays and the boos with the Internet. You know, it's a great place to get feedback and post your creativity for everyone to see. But at the same time, you got the, that small few that just uh, about everything, you know. <laughs> to this day, like I'm doing this like for maybe four years to this day, I get nervous. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess, um, I don't think it's a bad thing. It, get, it yeah. just, I guess, it shows your passion for it, you know? You, of course. If some, someone would be wrong if you didn't have, you know, some little amount of yeah. nerves, you know? you really care about it, you will get uh, nervous. Exactly, exactly. So, like, what I, the, the one question that I did have, because you do a lot of, uh, stuff for Chris Jericho. I mean, is that like commission stuff, or that just kind of yes. it kind of happened? I don't think I will be talking to you if it wasn't for his support. Like he always asking for designs for his new shows mm-hmm. or anything. Like even memes, he <laughs> asked me to do memes. <laughs> He's the, the best. Now, so I mean. Like, the ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is true. I mean, he even had it on his tights and everything. So it, it has to be true. <laughs> Demo God, too. <laughs> <laughs> Demo God. So we, we've known, you've met Becky Lynch, you met Sasha Banks. Um, who, who, are, who are some of the other individuals that you were able to this meet? This was uh, Paley and uh, Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, and I met Jericho. Yeah. Now, 2000. You, you say Naomi. Now, that, that's that's my big nervous, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so if I would have got to meet Naomi, I've been like, whoo, I've been really nervous. I did not feel anything. She was the nicest. 
You should miss her. <laughs> oh, I, hey, man, since since you you in there, I mean, you can kind of yeah. pass her information <laughs> to me. I, I, I'll. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll. <laughs> but um, so you've met so many people because of your art and everything like that. Um, a, a thing that I want to kind of go back to is this was art was inspired by professional wrestling. When did professional yeah. wrestling come into your life? Since, since I was like four or uh, it's a family tradition. Like everyone watched it. Like my grandfather was the biggest fan. Like uh, my, uh, my grandfather my father and uh, my older brothers too. I got it from them. Okay, so for me, um, I think I'm a first generation wrestling watcher or whatever. Because um, my father, oh. <laughs> uh, you know, he would tease me. He'd be like, "You know, that's fake, right?" Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, I was like, "Dad, he hit him with a chair. It's got to be real," <laughs> you know. But he didn't like. He didn't. Let's do it in a bad way. It was kind of just to like mess yeah. with me, you know. That was uh, school friends. Mm -hmm. They talked to me like that, teased me all the time. <laughs> but I mean, later on in life, you know, you get older, you get a little bit smarter and everything, and you would discover these things on your own. So with my kids, you know, I watch it and they occasionally watch it. They don't watch it as much as I do, but. Mm -hmm the oldest child, my older child, she was like, I don't think this is real, but I didn't say <laughs> anything. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, they get hurt. So, I mean, <laughs> you can't get hurt faking, right? <laughs> so Nothing fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we all know that the physical part of it is real. I mean, you, you can't, you know, put totally. that to the side, but maybe just the situations are the ones that are created. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I say. I'll never call it fake. It's just it's just different. It was real for me, like yeah. from when I was a child. Yeah, <laughs> I was. But, but unfortunately, these days, like the shows, are not the best. Like your daughter, the shows are not the best. Yeah. So I know if. If uh, she would be like uh, in your place, like mm -hmm. twenty years ago, maybe she would be a fan. Well, if she was in my place twenty years ago, I would be extra old. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I do agree. The product has changed, but um, I think you know because I've watched it way back when, all the way up until now. I've had breaks in between because you know there were times I could not watch it. But I just come to realize that I'm a fan of wrestling in general, you know. Yeah. Later years, I discovered different companies because I was brought up on WWF, WWE. That's all I really knew. I knew WCW when it came around. But, uh, you know, once it went away, I still stuck with WWF. And then up until maybe five years ago, that's when I really started watching other types of wrestling. Um, another one that's a big one to me is a uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. I like that a lot. Yes, I discovered the New Japan in uh, 2014. Like G1 2014 was the best. Yeah, I like the G1. It's just sometimes yes. uh, if you want to get ahead of the spoilers, you got to stay up yes. pretty late. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me yeah. at least, I mean, it might be different on your side. It was great for me, like uh, in the afternoon, I watched the shows. Okay, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for me, it'd be like three in the morning, two in the morning. So I'm, oh. like, I'm, I'm sleep. <laughs> That's for us, like uh, Raw, SmackDown, pay per views. I watch it in the, in the morning or afternoon. Mm -hmm. All right, so. That's where you you get the New Japan in the afternoon, and I get the Raw yeah. and SmackDown in the evening. So I guess we tied. Yeah. But um, <laughs> as far as your wrestling experience goes, have you ever thought about pursuing a career in professional wrestling? 
actually before becoming a, a designer i wanted to be a professional wrestling but there's no school in my country or even uh, the middle east now there's maybe two schools maybe in dubai or that but mm-hmm. not uh, like 2014 or 2015 so i did not but i pursued designing like for wrestling mm-hmm. i want to contribute to anything to get uh, in the inside of the business okay and this is probably easier on your body as well <laughs> yes longevity <laughs> yeah you don't have to fall off a ladder to, uh, or nothing like that you can you can create people falling off a ladder in your art yeah. but not you <laughs> what has been so far your favorite uh, wrestling moment or wrestling pay-per-view? Wow. Wrestling moment. Wow. I have to think about that. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll come back to it. So, I know WWE didn't really come over that way a lot in the past, but then they started doing the... Um, the Riyadh shows and everything like that. And you were able to go to a few of those or one of those, right? Yes. From uh, 2014, mm-hmm. like in April. I still remember the date. <laughs> 21 April, 2014. <laughs> so what was that experience like for you? Like magic. Like when I saw the set, I was about to fail. fall. <laughs> it was so magical. Like seeing the set. Even the set was not like... It was a house show set. Like not the Rose Magdalene set. But I was so mesmerized like by the show. And seeing Cena, Ambrose, Cody Rhodes, even Randy Orton, Mark Henry, Big Show. I can't name all the so, <laughs> other wrestlers. So that was further back. That was before they started doing the pay-per-views out there, right? They did the uh, house shows like for uh, three years, maybe. Okay. And uh, at 18, they started uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a thing, wasn't it? It was, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was huge. The biggest Royal Rumble they ever put on. I thought when they did the <laughs> one that... uh. Uh, Del Rio one that was a 40 man one yes. and I thought they would never go larger than that <laughs> but that so- was not the best <laughs> I, I, but like every superstars like from the past from the present everyone even the great Carly <laughs> was in it yeah now um, <laughs> what I remember about the one that Del Rio one I remember it because um I called into a show or I entered some kind of contest or something like that. And that was the prize. They gave away that DVD of that, that Royal. Uh, so it's, it's not in here, but it's, it's in my movie room, but yeah, I, I, I kept it. <laughs> actually stayed up late for that pay-per-view, like in the morning. I'm sorry. I still remember return. These are, that was, the returns were awesome. Yeah. But like results, no. <laughs> so so it's, <laughs> it's safe to say you're not too fond of Alberto Del yeah. Rio. Of course. <laughs> so we won't go your favorite all time, but who yeah. is uh, two of your favorite professional wrestlers currently? One male, one female. That's all. Female Sasha Banks. Okay. I mean, yeah, duh, right? (laughs) I'm the biggest mark of hers. But male. Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) 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 But he's not your number one. Maybe Daniel Bryan. But he's not often falsely like. Mm They're not doing stuff with him in yeah. the SmackDown. And then his wife is pregnant too, so he probably tended to her there, you know. Yeah. Now, 
you had a little time to think about it. I know I kind of derailed yeah. you a little bit, but we're going to go back to that the previous question of favorite wrestling moment and pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, I'm going to say Money the Bank 2011. Oh, this is uh, John Cena, Cena Punk, right? Yes. Yeah. I stayed up late for that one. Like I had to watch that main event. Mm-hmm. It was so good. But uh, the other one, uh, uh, favorite match? Uh, moment. Or you can go with match too. Ah, uh, favorite match. That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I- I'll give you a little more time. So, um, other than professional wrestling, huh? maybe Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Ibushi. Oh. Yes. Okay, yeah, that was a good one. That match had me like, wow, mm-hmm. like to this day, like from 2015, and I'm still wowed by that match. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are sleeping, you know, they, they're not putting a lot of stock into New Japan. And, you know, that's really unfortunate. They, they should be uh, paying more attention if uh, you can afford the... Uh, service that they provide new japan world i highly recommend it from 2014 to 2015 that was like the golden age like for new japan mm-hmm. they had Mara, uh, tanahashi aj styles okada naito the best like so what do you think about new japan currently mm. Mm, I don't know, you're making that face. <laughs> <laughs> the big stars like they went to AEW, WWE. So now I think they they are like building new stars. Mm-hmm. Like with evil. Oh, that was a surprise. <laughs> so I think they are building stars from... Uh, mm-hmm. But from... The next year, two years from now, maybe we'll see how it's going. Because I really like the work in progress that show is doing from Rapungi 3K show. Yeah, I, I, I like him. He's changed his look up. He put on a little more muscle and um, he's a little more intense. And I like that. Uh, Rocky? Rocky Romero? No, his, uh, the tag team that's with him. Um, show. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I. I was now. Um, what else? Uh, Ishi. Oh, that that's a. I got to see him in person. <laughs> he had like five stars matches every week. Mm-hmm. He, he is underrated. Like people don't talk about him. Like the wrestler of the year, the best wrestler of the decade. They forget about him. Yeah, I get. I got to see him in person, and he, he's really short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that doesn't but take the big guys, mm-hmm. and he made it believable. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, made with uh, Okada. He have like five stars matches with him every time they uh, step in the ring with each other. Uh, what do you think about Minoru Suzuki? He's a legend. <laughs> and he has the best Maybe. theme song there. <laughs> oh. But he changes like uh, the recent years. Yeah. I, I, I don't watch uh, New Japan falsely. Like, uh, but he has like the best theme. Mm-hmm. Like right now, he is still beating the crap out of people. So <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. He just. He's a legend. He, he has this. This real mean forearm. It's just like nobody else does it like him. <laughs> He's the best. I want to see him versus uh, Brock Lesnar, but oh. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think Brock won't none of that. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think about the company AEW? I love it. Like they are. Uh, I don't know how to say it. 
like finally another company like uh, not WWE like produce amazing shows like weekly mm-hmm. I think they're better than WWE in weekly shows right now right now yeah I can agree so, with that so like finally something new mm-hmm. a new company you know everything new stars interesting how uh, how they are going uh, with WWE uh, like out to WWE okay so, what are your thoughts on Orange Cassidy? I wish there was a crowd for his matches now. I feel like it would be much better. But I love it. I love his stuff. He's a genius, in my opinion. <laughs> I think I watched the match. Uh, I don't know if it was this Wednesday past or the one before. Uh, so I uh, think Jack Hager got him up by the legs and he took his hands out of his pocket and popped his ears. Yeah. It was just, <laughs> it, 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 he's a genius. Like he knows his stuff. And he now, knows what he's doing. And that's another thing too, is just like, he didn't have, he didn't take what the, the online criticism of him. He didn't say, Oh, well, they don't like what I'm doing, so I'm going to just stop and try something else. He just stuck with what he thought worked for him. Yes. I saw clips like uh, before AEW like, of him, and people like went mad at him. But the crowd in the arena, they were so happy, like so excited for uh, Orange. Like mm-hmm. They gave him like big reactions. So wh- why are you mad? at him like he's over like yeah what do you want more from him yeah you just gotta remember there's that that small piece of the internet that's just like man <laughs> they just hate everything <laughs> even with my artworks like they find everything like to hate on yeah and to like people like that i say if you're not trying so you're not making anything. You're not creating anything. So why are you the one to always talk negatively? You know, they just want to put attention, probably. Yes, frustration. To <laughs> what they see on the internet. Now, if you can create a match, you can have any two competitors, any two that you want. What 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 would that match look like? Who would be your two competitors? So Brock Lesnar and uh, Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you put any stipulation on the match, or would it just be a straight up wrestling match? It has to be like any stipulation, like uh, maybe no holds bars, okay. maybe like not. A wrestling match, just a, a singles match. <laughs> now, has- if you say it's no holds barred or anything like that, you know, just a hardcore match, who do you think that benefits, Brock Lesnar or Minoru? <laughs> I think Brock will, would be like the one who's not selling the most. <laughs> like, he's so big. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would favor him more. <laughs> yeah, he's like... But- so amazing. Uh. Now, other than professional wrestling, is there any other interest that you have, you know, like sports or anything like that? I used to love soccer, like the biggest soccer fan. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's popular on that side over there, yeah. So, yeah. what happened? <laughs> I found wrestling. Oh, okay, all right. That makes sense then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just love the wrestling world. Just just know it's not too late. Because, I mean, you can get in them, step in them ropes, man, and uh, try it out. Just just to say you did it. You know I mean? You don't have to go further than that. But I did the same thing. It's just like I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. And that's something that I wanted to actually do. And I got a chance to do it before, you know, I take the big sleep. (laughs) So... 
I got to train a little bit. I took a couple bumps. I never had a official match, but I got beat up enough to where I'm like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Did you enjoy it, enjoy it though? Or, uh... Oh, yeah. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was just like, it was like being a kid, man. It's like, you know, you give a kid some toys and um, a cardboard box or something, and they'll make a castle, and they'll play, and they'll create, and they'll do all kinds of things. That's how I felt when I got yeah. to step in the ring. It's just like I could create, you know, my own style, my own thing, and, you know, and learn. And I I, I really enjoyed it. Storytelling in wrestling is just the best. Like, I try to do it in my artworks, like... I want to tell a story because stories is what uh, people relate to the most, mm-hmm. like not just moves, not anything. Mm-hmm. So I try like to do that in my work. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of, I like the, it was three WrestleManias in a row, which I always say are my three favorite matches. It was uh, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair for his retirement. And then the yes. two after that with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, then Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker 2. So those are my three all-time favorite matches, and they all came in succession. He retires Ric Flair, mm-hmm. and then Baker retires him. But unfortunately, right. nobody retired The Undertaker right after that. Yes. <laughs> uh, the end of his story, like, to this day, I, I think it would be, like, better, like... Maybe the the match he had with AJ this uh, this year like was good, but like I want it in front of uh, of a crowd, yeah. like like uh, like Sean, like mm-hmm. uh, Ric Flair. I want Taker to have this moment. So, but the- he had it with uh, Roman Reigns, <laughs> but he came back and falsely. Like. So yeah, I mean. I'm not going to get into it with you about how I feel about that because Uh, fans of this show know that currently, I mean, not Undertaker of old, you know, back in the day. I mean, greatest professional wrestler of all time, Hall of Fame wrestler, you know, greatest character in professional wrestling. But Undertaker from, let's say, what, from when the streak when he lost to Lesnar at WrestleMania 30, from that point yeah. on, I was done with the Undertaker. I just, just, I'm, yeah. I was through with it. And then the thing with Roman Reigns, like you said, I got very emotional about that because I thought that was it. I thought he was gone. You know, he's been a part of my wrestling childhood since I first started watching wrestling. So to yeah. see him go away or what we thought. <laughs> My favorite wrestlers, like in, uh, when I was like five or six, mm-hmm. like I used to draw him in the school, and people would tease me about it. <laughs> Do you have any of that still? I did. I don't. I wish. I wish I had them. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that would be great. I've been like post that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I mean, that was such an emotional moment for me because I mean. Around the same time, I was retiring from the military. So wow. to have, you know, I, I was I felt those emotions and I was like, wow, he really hanging it up. He's going to be done wrestling. And then he came back and I was angry and I just I've been angry ever since. <laughs> but the match he had with Roman, like, it's not uh, a last match match. No. Yeah. And that's what he said from his face. Yeah, that's what he said from his own mouth that, you know, you want to go out in something that's more fitting of the character. And I get it. Like, he retired, like, 2010. Yeah, Yeah, when he he had multiple opportunities to retire, but he never took them. Triple H. (laughs) Triple H and the Hell in the Cell at WrestleMania. That would have been the perfect one. Either that or Brock Lesnar. That's near fall when uh, HBK kicked him and uh, Triple H the pedigree. Yeah. The stadium stood up. If that was like the last, like, the streak would end, it would be massive. Yeah. 
if the match was great, like unlike the Roman match. Yeah, so if they would have took that, I mean, even if the streak didn't end there and that was just the last match, I would have been yeah. content to my heart's desire just to like, all right, that's great. That's a even that was like twenty. Yeah, uh, twenty. Yes. Yeah, I was just like, he like win, like retire, <laughs> like twenty. I know, special. Yeah, but I mean, not to harp too much on that. I mean, it is what it is. He's done what he done, and you know, it is what it is. But um, <laughs> goddamn, this is like my blood boil when I start talking about that dude. Sometimes I was like, <laughs> you should have just went home. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. Um, so you're pushing yourself with your art and everything. Um, you're getting trying to develop more skills, try to get better and everything. Is there anything else that you are interested in to try and pursue as well? I know we talked a little bit beforehand about maybe creating a YouTube channel. Well. <laughs> I have to get better, like at talking, and mm. maybe buy a studio or something. Yeah, or yeah. or or build one. Yes, <laughs> I, I built this one. I, I I put it together, and I'll just like, I'm tired of uh, sitting in my kids' movie room trying to record a podcast, and they're knocking on the door, and they want to come in and watch movies while I'm recording. So I had to make my own space. <laughs> I will definitely try like a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. but now I'm focusing on like producing uh, artworks, like mm-hmm. try to grow the page even more. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're doing good. I'm I, as we sit right now. I'm looking at your Instagram page, 97 Abdul Malik. You can follow him on Instagram. We sitting at 41,000 followers what what is that like man you're getting a lot of dms other than you know people like me trying to interview you and stuff it's <laughs> so surreal like i'm just someone like who loves wrestling mm-hmm. who just wants to put like or contribute to wrestling you know mm-hmm. uh, so it's it's amazing i'm so thankful like for Everyone who follows me. Word. So, you, you, can I get a sneak peek of what you got cooking next? You know, what, what, you, what you're working on? I mean, can I get a preview? I don't have the last of right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to physically show me or whatever, but I mean, just give me give me an audio preview. <laughs> I have uh, something for uh, Jericho. Like, uh, uh, okay. For his uh, new band, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, well, but going to be soon, like soon, very soon, new band of uh, Chris Jericho. Now, I designed the uh, front cover mm-hmm. of the new single, like debut single. Now you know, I know you do a lot of this stuff on your own accord, and then you have you know people like Jericho that reach out to you or whatever. Do you yeah. do any commission work? Like people come to you, be like, "Hey, can you do this for me?" and all kind of stuff like that. I had uh, some. The biggest one was uh, the the WWE one, and uh, last year when uh, Becky Lynch came to Dubai, mm-hmm. they asked me to to do that artwork. But hopefully, I will get a job <laughs> with them. or any other company, like. Hire me. <laughs> well, other than, you know, creating your artwork and, you know, putting it out there on display or whatever, have you actually ever applied to any place, you know, for like freelance stuff or anything like that? I do freelancing, like, or anyone that, like, ask me and I know him. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jericho. But I want, like, to be secured, you know. Okay, I got like, you. Because the, this is my only job, you know. So I want like get a job or anything like from it. Okay, cool. Make something for, from it. All right. So we got 
Minoru Suzuki versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, we got the 2011 Money in the Bank. That was your favorite pay-per-view. Sasha yeah. Banks is your favorite female competitor. Did we did we get the male one? Maybe the Undertaker was okay. my favorite. Okay. Best, uh, childhood. Okay, we'll let you slide with that one. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm back to that burning question. What what was that favorite match, man? Maybe the Shinsuke Nakamura Ibushi one. Oh yeah, you did say that. I, I'm I apologize. I, I went completely uh, over my head. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. The Banks and Bailey, NXT. That was a Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. So where do you see Sasha Banks going from here, man? She, I mean, her her and Bayley got all the women's belts and everything, except for the NXT title, of course. But um, what do you think was next, man? Is she going to turn on Bayley? Is Bayley going to turn on her? What, what, I need some predictions. <laughs> yeah, I think that would happen like in the end. But I'm so happy like they are uh, the stars of the shows, you know? Mm-hmm. But with no crowd, like, well, I mean, there it would be just so much better. Like, yeah. everything would be much better. Yeah, I agree. But what I found out with um, this, you know, this new wrestling that we have now without the crowds and everything like that, I found myself, you know, just being more fixed on the actual wrestling in the ring rather than to listening to the noise around me. And I just, you know, kind of discovered this because, you know, I would watch shows when they did have crowds and people would be like, oh, man, it was chanting this and chanting that. And I was like, really? They were. And then now I'm kind of seeing that they don't have a crowd that I was more focused on the wrestling and not so much the atmosphere surrounded. It helps, but I'm really into the wrestling. Mm-hmm. ruins the match ruins everything the crowd sometimes yeah exactly and that was another point is just like you didn't have the you know the people being stupid like you know john cena sucks or you suck with kurt angle and i that gets on my nerves or, or boring chance yeah that exactly while the rest is working hard in the ring like exactly shut up exactly because like it doesn't matter if they're not up to your level of a res- wrestling experience, they were talented enough to get a wrestling contract and to be on your television every week. So, I mean, there is talent. There is value there. I mean, just show the yes. proper respect. Just mm-hmm. yes, watch like a Japanese crowd. Like they watch the crowd. <laughs> exactly. That's, yes. It's more like a play or opera to them. It's just like. Yeah. But, like, the best crowds, like, are the best, like, Chicago crowds, like, in the Money at the Bank 2011, they created, like, a special environment, like. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That man was thin uh, and uh, bunk with no crowd, maybe. Oh, that would be weird. Yes. Yeah, and it would have everything about that match yeah it would have took away just even the one moment of cm punk jumping in the crowd yeah. with the belt and blowing the kiss yeah. to vince and it would have took all that away you, you are completely but, right now see but what they have now and what um aew kind of started was you know they have their their um employees there right. around the ring so that does create somewhat of a better atmosphere but at the same time, since you have people that you pay to be there, you know, yeah. it's not really a true reaction. So when a bad yeah. guy comes out, they go, boo, boo. When a good guy comes out, they go, yay, yay. So it's it's almost crowd. a scripted crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like fake uh, crowd uh, noise, like mm-hmm. from SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, duh. Like for SmackDown. Uh, it was annoying. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they just be like, just booing for no reason, and people are like, yeah. "There's Even no sound." I was like, "I hate this wrestler. Why are you cheering for him? Like, stop this 
Oh, that was real evident whenever, um, you know, there was um, when they were feeling some type of way about Roman Reigns, you know. Uh, so, yes. You know, yeah. anytime he come out, they would boo at a certain point in his career or whatever. But the, at the time, they had them cheering for him. I was like, come on now. That's not the right that sound. <laughs> makes us like hate him even more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just forced. So what do you do it? Like... Who knows? Who knows? I mean, maybe raise the crowd's voice, but not like. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I like Roman Reigns. I don't understand that the hate for him is just. I know yes, at the it, time right. it was just forcing him, forcing him, forcing him. And yeah. you know, you, you some people get tired of that or whatever, but I don't think it was to the level of like what he was getting, just like all those boos and everything. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. Like I like him a lot. The way WWE like pushed him to the moon. Like mm -hmm. he's a golden boy. Like and he also suffers from a whole bunch of unfortunate events as well. Because the times that they should have done stuff with him are the times that he was put in a good position. He was either hurt. Um, he, you know, you got sick. They had a plane delay one time. He had a wellness violation one time. You know, all these different circumstances when he was in. Yeah, that too. The whole thing with uh, Daniel Bryan. That so, it's just bad timing with him. Is all it is. Hopefully, he will come back. Like when all of this ends. Yeah, whenever this Maybe. ends. So what are you, you know, I know we, we're quarantined and locked down all over the world and everything. What are some of the things that you're missing right now since all this has been going on? Like meeting the wrestlers, like. <laughs> yeah. Or even like getting a job, like I can't like from home. <laughs> yeah. I have to go somewhere like for a job. But hopefully it will end. Yeah. I mean, we all we can do is sit and wait, be optimistic. So, Or we can sit here and podcast, talk about wrestling. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, sir, unfortunately, our time has elapsed. And uh, we're going to have to make that, uh, that journey off into our separate ways. I know it's getting kind of late over there. So I want you to get enough rest so you can get up and be creative the next day. So before we go, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. At uh, 97 Abdul Malik. Mm -hmm. Twitter and uh, Instagram. All right. You don't have any Facebooks or nothing like that? No, no. Okay. Old people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you trying to say? Uh, <laughs> I ain't <Sorry>. old. <laughs> well, you know, you know what? You say old people, and I, I I won't disagree with you on that because the only reason I have a Facebook is because yeah. my mother sent me a friend request. Uh, so that's why, <laughs> I, you know, so old people, right? <laughs> yeah. But as... Thanks so much for having me on your show. Oh, man. Once again, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time and your creativity, you know? So as it is for every guest of the Random Rams with Rob podcast, you've been on once and the door is always open for you to come back, uh, promote your next big thing or just to come shoot the shit. Anytime, anytime, man. Ask me and I will be here. Well, I don't know about anytime because it's kind of late over there. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. And that was Abdul Malik, a very talented artist. Uh, graphic designer you can find his artwork on instagram at 97 abdul malik is all one word and if you have trouble spelling it or you can't figure out how to spell it all the information is in the show description as per usual since the last time um, me and abdul talked he has um took it upon himself to start his own uh podcast and uh, you can find that exclusively on the Instagram page of his. I think he's calling it um, Artwork B BTS. So uh, you can check that out. I think he's only two, maybe three episodes in. So uh, show your support. I mean, he's trying. 
You know, English is not his native language. And um, he's trying to produce content. I mean, he, he said he was inspired, you know, to create. And um, I'm glad that I gave him a little nudge in that direction. So uh, go ahead and show your support to any guest of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. So, um, yeah, it was great to sit down and talk with the young man and everything. Uh, his motivations behind his artwork, how he almost wanted to be a professional wrestler, but his uh, path was uh, more steered toward his artwork and not getting his body beat up physically, <laughs> you know, in the professional wrestling ring. So um, inspiration is everywhere. And professional wrestling had to be what uh, happened to be one of the many inspirations of his. And, you know, I'm a fan of professional wrestling, so it was one of the reasons why I reached out to him and wanted to have him on the show. And it's also to get a pers- different perspective of uh, other people and other cultures from around the world that also love the thing that I love, and that is professional wrestling. You also got the uh, the regular Undertaker hate and dismay uh, in this interview, so <laughs> I apologize for any of you hardcore Undertaker fans. I'm a hardcore Undertaker fan of old, but not right now because he's old. And you know, you need to hang it up. I still haven't watched the Last Ride documentary. I'm going to treat myself to that um one day soon. Um everything has been going down since uh Laura hit town. Man, look I'm I'm in here subconsciously rhyming this shit, man. I got that mixtape coming soon. Um it hit big in the Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is where I'm from. It's where my mother and father reside and my brothers and sisters and everything. So they um, vacated before time. Uh, They all went to Dallas. Uh, I have two brothers up in that area. They stayed there for the weekend. And um, now it's just time to pick up the pieces. Um, From what I understand, I have uh, friends that stayed back during the the disaster and everything and you know came out unscathed so they went around taking pictures of the houses and everything just letting us know that everything's okay but um my sister had a little bit of roof damage there's a trees falling around my mother's and father's house so i mean that was really mostly the extent that we know of they're on the way home as we speak right now to assess my father and my brother-in-law is um my mom is here in houston she's at my brother's house and tomorrow sometime or maybe sometime later this evening as I record this um, they'll be staying with us for a while so I'm gonna have mom and pop in the house which will be great for the grandkids because they're at home schooling so they can entertain each other they can catch up and do grandparent and grandchildren things so I'm excited about that and I'm gonna have to try to keep my dad from trying to clean my pool because that's just type duty is he just you know, I guess it's, it's kind of zen for him. You know, you go out there and you sit by the water and everything, and then you get the little, you know, the um, the basket out and you weeding all the grass and, you know, other shit that flew in the pool out. I don't know. Dude don't want to sit still. You never stop working. <laughs> but, yeah. So um, everything's good on that front. And it's going to be great to have my parents here for a couple of days. And, um... Yeah, got a couple of opportunities uh, firing my way. September, we got some uh, new sponsors and um, hopefully uh, one on the way. I wouldn't say new sponsors. Well, one new sponsor and one uh, returning sponsor. So you'll uh, hear that here pretty soon. And um, man, life is just pretty good. I know we're in dire situation as a country, but I'm doing pretty all right. You know, I really can't complain. I'm, I'm fortunate to still be alive, ailment-free um, as far as pandemic since <laughs> shit go. But um, I, I wish the most for all of you who may be listening and every everyone else around the world. It's just I'm just hoping for the best, forever optimistic and everything like that. So, yeah. Um, a couple other things. I just recently got into streaming on Twitch and everything, and I've hit my subscriber goal. Well, not subscriber, follower goal. Uh, my follower goal was 50, and last night, as I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare, we uh, played Plunder in Warzone for the very first Well, 
first-ish time for me. Because the uh, day before yesterday, I actually played it for the first time. And um, it was like one round. But last night, I got totally immersed in there. I had a good group of people with me. And I got my first win as I got my um, 50 follower goal. It was kind of almost at the same time and everything. So, I mean, it was a big night last night for me, personally, in that aspect. Because um, it was something that I really wanted to do and um, see if I could do. And I was able to achieve it. Now, the push is to get 69 uh, followers on Twitch. I think the goal counter is set at 77, but the my, my singular focus right now is 69. Oh, yeah. And that's about it. Um, also, we're going to be picking the next game that we're going to do the story mode on Twitch. So next thing I have on the docket is uh, NBA Street Volume 2, Blitz, The League, uh, Enter the Matrix, and The Matrix, Path of Neo. So those are four games with four story modes that I want to revisit. I'll leave it up to you. I'll probably put a Twitter poll out there or something to see what everybody feeling on the subject. And this is all for original Xbox. And um, I downloaded World of Tanks. Um, people in the chat for the Twitch stream earlier today as I record this um, suggested that I get on it. You know, because I was uh, talking about the games that I was going to play on the... Um, on the freaking, you know, the ones I just named off, the ones I was going to play the story mode for, and somebody suggested World of Tanks. Then other two people uh, warned me against downloading World of Tanks, and then they go to me into downloading World of Tanks, and then I played a little bit of World of Tanks on stream, and I felt terribly awkward because I had to use uh, the keyboard and mouse, which is, you know, I'm a, I'm a console gamer. That's what I grew up on, you know? But I'm not... I'm just not versed in the um, the keyboard mouse joint. I mean, it was easier to aim. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. But as far as, you know, the mechanics of controlling the thing, using the controller four buttons rather than just like one trigger pull or a, a button or some shit like that is just foreign and weird to me. I mean, I used to play computer way back in the day. Like we used to play Tribes online and Ultima online. Tribes was a... Uh, kind of difficult to use with the keyboard but um ultima online it was just a you know a couple of keystrokes and anything like that so it wasn't like very uh, immersive gameplay but yeah but we'll give it a try you know the community kind of asked for it so i downloaded and we'll probably set up a play date for that some other time so if you're in the world of tanks uh hit your boy up we're gonna be playing on pc because that's where i downloaded it at. i'm pretty sure they have it on console but I'm not aware at the moment if there's any cross-platform play. So that would be something that I look into. And um, we'll find all that out together. So I had to prepare for my parents' arrival. You know, we switching out bitch stuffs and making sure there's uh, an adequate amount of drink and food in the house. So I'm going to go handle that. I appreciate you, as always, for, you know, listening to the show. You know, interacting whenever you can or, you know, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's on my mind right now. I just got so much other stuff to do, you know, thinking about my parents and their house and everything. So you heard a lot of ums and yeah. And um, uh, and uh, so let's wrap this shit up. You can follow me on Twitter at 3R Show. You can follow me on Instagram at the 3R Show. And there's some. Those frustrations are reigniting in my soul about not having the the user handle of at three R show on Instagram because I scrolled past that goddamn profile again today. Hadn't posted since September of 2017, and it pisses me off so bad because I'm regularly active, regularly active on Instagram, and I want that username. Instagram don't respond to me. The owner of the account don't respond to me. Sorry, son of bitches. Anyway, Instagram, at The3RShow. Um, YouTube, you know, look up 3RShow and you can see some of the video versions of the interview to include this one. This one has a video version. 
It's been up there for a little while, and now you're just getting hit in your ear holes with the audio version. And you can go to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash 3rshow. I'm playing mostly Call of Duty, but once I pick a game here to dive into the story mode, we'll be doing that, and then back to Call of Duty once again. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just thoroughly enjoying it. I don't know how I feel about that Cold War game that's coming out, but it remains to be seen. And for uh, anything that I may have missed social media-wise, you can go to randomrob.com and you can find out more information about the show and other ways that you can listen and watch and all those other things. Uh, Support for the show can be found on randomrob.com. You can buy hats, shirts, T-shirts, and shirts and T-shirts are the same damn thing. What the fuck? Uh, Buttons, pins, mugs, whatever have you. All the proceeds from those purchases on randomrob.com go to help the show improve and be better and all kinds of things like that there i need more equipment for this computer here i need to beef up my graphics card and um i think i need some more fans i mean i got some in there now but um i need some different ones i can get some better ones help with my cooling in my computer um, also, other ways that you can help support Around the Rounds with Rob is Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. But if you buy one T-shirt, you can pay up your patronage for over a year. And from what I understand, I was listening to a podcast, and they was talking about Patreon. I believe that you can pay up a whole year of Patreon in f- up front. You know? So I'm only asking for a dollar. So that's $12 for the whole year <laughs> to support the show. Um you can use my Amazon affiliate links. Just uh, save that to your web browser, my link, and it'll take you to Amazon. You don't pay anything extra, but everything that you purchase off that affiliate link, I get a little bit of a kickback on the end, and um, I can use that to purchase more items for the show. Speaking of items for the show, there's an Amazon wish list. There's equipment that I would like to get to incorporate into the show, and if you feel generous enough to donate, you can use that. Also, there's Cash App and uh, freaking... PayPal links on randomrob.com if you just want to give cash straight up one time. But, but, the most important way that you can help support this show and uh, any of the other shows that you listen to across the internet is by liking, subscribing, retweeting, engaging with the show, telling a friend about the show, making them listen, take their device and download all our things. Those are the most important ways that can help this show, you know, reach a broader audience and get that corporate money. You know, support from you is appreciated, but the free way, you know, the way I just listed, you know, like and share and all those things, those are very much valued from you, the listener, to us creators. Because if we can get the corporate money, we don't need to get your money. And I know how valuable your money is to you and yours. And I would like to, you know, siphon less of that from you. (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit up Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com And uh, get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. And I'm out of words to ramble with. (laughs) And I'll see you next time.